Check this out. Welcome, welcome to the LDA Big Show. Hockey sports, life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us. The BLPA on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest sports show in the world. Good week, everybody. And just so you'll know, I'm tired as fuck right now. I'm the only one here. I'm the only one recording uh, this week, but only because this is a really special episode. Uh, before I tell you why it's a special episode, this show is brought to you by HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Hockeywolf.com. Other uh, beer leaguers just like you and me. They're trying to make the game more affordable. They're our friends. They support the hell out of everything that we do. So give them some love. If you need some new gear, if you need a team set of uh, equipment, whether it's jerseys, whether it's gloves, whether it's uh, track suits, warm up suits, give them a call. They'll help you out. They're great people. Travel over there. Hockey Wolf is top notch. So go check them out. Hockeywolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. So today is Canada Day. So happy Canada Day to all the Canadians that listen. I guess that makes it just a few days before 4th of July for, for the uh, Americans. You know, used to have like free agent frenzy on Canada Day, but they've changed that. But what makes Canada Day so special to me is that seven years ago today, Canada Day, July 1st, in 2015, I started on this illustrious journey of podcasting that's right seven years ago today i put out my first podcast and i want to share that with you today now listen it's embarrassing for one but i just thought it'd be cool i just found all 200 of the episodes i did for uh on my first go with the show i mean the show just continued after 200 episodes it just evolved into it went to like nick and co show and then i went to uh what it is today the, the blpa big show but it shows the evolution, kind of shows where we started. It's embarrassing as fuck. It's me and a guy that used to be my friend uh, because I changed companies. We were just coworkers. So we were, it was one of those relationships where, oh, when we work together, we're friends. But when we don't work together, I guess we're not friends. It's a weird dynamic. But I started this show with, with a guy named Brett, and Brett's a great, great guy. Even though we're not coworkers, I still think he's a great guy. But we really were just... I mean, I, I basically said I want to do a podcast and I didn't want to just talk to myself. So I found Brett. So like we're fumbling around trying to figure out how all this stuff works and, and how to, how to put on something that was half-ass entertaining. So first episode, really timid, really strange, really awkward, but I think you'll like it. Cause I think it, it, it kind of talks about, you know, uh, why, uh, why we got into hockey we had this thing going called Puck Alliance where basically anyone could go on to, excuse me, burps, anybody could go on to this website and submit a story or a question or, or something for, for this podcast. And the podcast back then was called Beer League Talk. I started that. I ran it for, uh, I guess it would be four years. And then when uh, I had the falling out with, with the old company, they said they owned it, which was completely bogus. But w- what am I going to do? I started something bigger and better with Randy. Uh, so. Basically, uh, I, I just thought it would be fun on the seventh anniversary of where this started. I thought it'd be fun to, to take a look back. Now, listen, I know it's not that great. And maybe that's just me being critical because I went back and listened to all of that stuff. Uh, 
it's not something that I'm embarrassed to show. I, I'm a little embarrassed, a little bit embarrassed, but it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just something that that's where it started. So you have to start somewhere and I'm a firm believer on you just start somewhere and then grow it from there. And I think we've done pretty good growing it. So uh, I'm going to play that for you. But first, like, I just want to tell you, it, it's been crazy uh, this month. It, it, I thought we were going to have a, a full month of June. And luckily, maybe not luckily, I wish we, we still did all the turns we were planning on doing in June. But I got, I got a, about a month off before it gets crazy. I mean, starting uh, next weekend, we're in Seattle, and then we're in Denver, then we're in Raleigh, then we're in Austin. And then Halifax was canceled, so we have one weekend off. And then Oklahoma City, Alaska, Nashville. Like it, We basically have maybe two weekends, maybe three weekends off until the end of October, uh, which is insane. I, I'm like, it sounds really fun in my head. Like when I, when I think about it right now, it sounds, it sounds incredible. Like, Oh my God, I'm going to be playing out. Cause I haven't got to play a lot of hockey this year. I played in Iceland and then I didn't play again until Omaha, which is mid March. And then I was sick and I couldn't play in Boston. And then after Boston, that was what March St. Patty's day after Boston, I played one game at the BLPA bash in DC because the team only had four players. So I just jumped on to help them. And that's, that's about it. Oh, I played, I'm sorry. Memorial day. I I played the the four games Memorial day. So hockey has, has not been uh, plentiful uh, for old commission in 2022. So it sounds really great that I'm getting to to play hockey every weekend. And I, I hope, I don't know. I don't want to say hope. I, I, I guess I do hope it doesn't change, but I know it's going to be a, a, a grueling. It grind it out. You got to grind it out. And, and so I hope you guys join us on a, on a few of those terms. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, it's just great. It, it blows my mind to think that uh, we started, uh, we started uh, this, these tournaments in 2020 and we had like eight of them maybe. And now we're going to have eight of them in eight weeks. And so like, it's, it's just insane. And that's, that's props to you guys. It's not Pat Nick on the back or Pat, you know, anyone on the staff in the back. It's, it's Pat you on the back for supporting us. And I hope you guys continue to do so. Uh, You guys know me, I'm a dreamer. I got big plans uh, to do other things. I just uh, sent another email to Japan to make Japan happen. And in 2023, so hopefully we can make that happen. I'm shooting for Osaka. Uh, we did uh, Tokyo Nagano uh, the last time I, I set one up in Japan. So this year, this time maybe Osaka just to kind of get over to the other other side of the country. I know it's not the whole other side, but it's uh, further uh, f- further west there. So um, yeah, so that's basically uh, what we're up to, and so th- that's why the content hasn't been as plentiful as I would like it. I know me and Jason were getting on a run, and we started skipping, and yeah, it makes it hard. Summer vacation, we got going with your family. And I know Jason's with his, his family a lot. He travels a lot for work, just like I do. He just doesn't do hockey stuff. I think he does cell phone stuff. So anyway, without further ado, I I, I'm dragging this along to, to give us more of uh, 2022 Nick talking because I find him way more handsome and and more enjoyable to listen to after listening to 2015 uh, Nick, but without further ado, the very first episode of a podcast called beer league talk on July 1st, 2015. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Turn, Turn it on. Be a beauty. Subscribe. Rate. This is. And review. Let's get it. Welcome. 
Beer League Talk, the world's first and only podcast dedicated solely to beer league hockey. It's probably not the first, and it's probably not the only, but it really made me feel cool to say it. So nonetheless, welcome to Beer League Talk. I am your host, Nick. This is my buddy, my co-host, Brett. Good day, everybody. Brett, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic, man. You can't complain. It's July 1st, which means Canada Day, the sun's shining. Luckily, I get to spend it inside a concrete box with you talking on uh, the radio, but uh, all is good, and it's free agent frenzy in the NHL, so lots of goings on around the hockey world. Yeah, so hope your uh, NHL teams out there did some good stuff, and, and you're excited about the season. Uh, so, And to the Canadians, happy Canada Day. To the Americans, happy 4th of July, Eve, Eve, Eve. I hear that's a huge celebration down south. Huge. It's almost as big as Black Friday. So get out and buy your hot dogs and fireworks and whatever we buy there in the States. So, But anyway, as I said, this is Beer League Talk. It's a podcast that is literally dedicated to two beer league hockey players. Brett and I are both beer league hockey players. We play a few times a week. We also work full-time in hockey. And so as we were kind of looking around, we noticed that there wasn't really much talk that kind of focused solely on beer league talk. So we thought, hey, why not get on a microphone and talk about it? So that's what we're doing. Uh, One thing that uh, this podcast has kind of spun off is puckalliance.com. Uh, Puck Alliance is a call to arms for beer league, adult recreation, uh, any hockey player really, uh, to come together and be a part of this big family that we call hockey players and help a hockey player, ask for help, find stuff out, learn, gain knowledge, which is really really what uh, this is all about. And so if you head on over to PuckAlliance.com, you can... uh, read other people's stories that they've posted. You can post a story of your own. And the tagline that we're, that we're going with is, it doesn't matter what you share as long as you share something. So hop on over, read, share something that uh, is important to you or could help a hockey player or could help yourself. Uh, whatever you want to share is definitely fine. Um, also, you can catch us on Twitter, at Puck Alliance. And for this podcast, it's at Beer League Talk. Uh, We're obviously not a live show because we can barely figure out how to run a podcast with our tech skills. Uh, But what we will do is we will interact with all the people listening uh, on the Twitter account at Beer League Talk. Uh, We'll ask questions during the podcast that uh, we will answer the next week's show. And so you guys can kind of take part in that. You can talk about what you want to talk about, what would be important to you. Uh, this podcast is really uh, content driven by people that are listening and through Puck Alliance and uh, also through other avenues of internet stuff. Like I'm pretty active on uh, Reddit, so I see you over there, Reddit hockey players. Thanks for thanks for listening if, if you're one of those. Um, so yeah, so let's just kind of go in and talk about kind of what we're going to do for this show. We'll, we'll do a little outline so everyone knows what to expect. Um, First off, we'll just talk about why we play hockey. Uh, We'll talk about where we started. Uh, We'll talk about ref questions. A big segment that we'll do every week uh, is we will ask a weird ref question, a weird ruling uh, that isn't 
uh, very common and see who knows the rules. And then next week we will, uh, we will give the ruling. I think that'll be really helpful, especially for the new adult uh, hockey players like myself, um, because there's a lot of weird rulings uh, in and around the sport that uh, only come with uh, experience or playing for a long time. I, I grew up a lot playing baseball, and so there's a lot of weird rules that someone like uh, Brett here wouldn't know or uh, someone that wasn't in the sport for a long time wouldn't know just because they haven't been around. So we'll, we'll hit on a ref question every week. Uh, then we'll also do a feature blog post or two every week where we'll, we'll kind of talk about our favorite blog submissions at puckalliance.com and just off the record all of your submissions are my favorite but i have Absolutely. to pick they're very important very important. we do enjoy reading all of them regardless of what they have to say oh for sure and i just enjoy reading them like i work in hockey full-time here with brett and uh we get to see a lot of really cool and and really weird and really strange stuff. So it's always cool uh, kind of hearing all different things from all different people and not to mention in all different parts of the world. And so yeah, hockey's, uh, hockey is a little weird and it's it's really different in every place you go, but it's also the same. So, so we'll definitely feature a submission or two every week and we'll talk about it and we'll ask your thoughts your, and see what you guys have to say about it. And then we'll do, uh, uh, you know, some other questions where, you know, you guys can get involved and, and be a part of things. So I guess away we go. Away we go. Away Giddy we up. go. So I guess let's just kind of start on, you know, why we play. Like hockey is a, an awesome sport. Um, I'm horrible at it, but I still enjoy you quit saying that, man. You're not that bad at it. Well, I'm from Oklahoma, so I just kind of figure that it's I'm not Canadian like all you guys up here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's really cool to hear why people play and, and, and what they think is important to them and in, in their hockey career. So Brett, why do you play, bud? Well, I mean, I play for a whole bunch of different reasons, but mainly for me, I love the fact that, you know, it's at least at minimum one night a week that I can get out of the house. I, uh, get to go hang with the boys and uh you know get on the ice pass the puck around and get to have the camaraderie of all my buddies um it's an excuse to get out of the house that really can't be refuted by the boss are you saying you're trying to get away from your wife I'm not trying to get away from my wife i love my wife dearly but it's nice to get out and she endorses the fact that i do like to get out and play hockey so but no i love to play hockey just uh you know it's a ton of fun it uh, gets you out it gets you active and uh you get to hang with your boys once a week and shoot the shit in the in the locker yeah i think that's that's actually a big reality. that's a lot of that is is why i play too i i think What's really cool about uh, hockey for me is um, if you play hockey, uh, you're kind of in this club. And it's uh, I, I played a lot of really competitive sports growing up. I, you name it, I probably played it except for hockey. And when I finally did get into hockey, I, I it was amazing to me that just being a hockey player, anyone else that was a hockey player kind of understood what you were going through and they were... They wanted to help. They wanted to uh, to be out there, kind of giving you pointers on the ice and, and doing that stuff. But you know, in addition to uh, that, just like Brett said, it's once or twice or three times, and in our case, sometimes four times a week that 
we get to get out and, and we get to hang out with the boys and we hang out in the locker room. We tell stories that I'm going to have to go with mostly aren't true, uh, but there might be some truth to them. I don't know, but there's a At lot some of... some point, there was some truth to them, but uh, they may have grown bigger and better over the years. Yeah, I, I laugh when I go into locker rooms and, you know, there's always that one guy that every few weeks will come in with a shade different version of a story that he told two years ago. And I wish I would have wrote down like the original story because I would like to see the evolution of that story because now it's in this big grand scheme of things with, I think now it's, he's like hanging out with four chicks at a time. I don't know, but it's, yeah, it's, I think the big reason I play is also the camaraderie and just being able to. The best thing sort of chime in here about those stories is regardless of the grandeur and the little bit of change of them, they're always awesome and they're always hilarious and uh, they're always welcomed. But yeah, uh, they are always welcome. I, I, I just don't, I don't know. Maybe I tell those stories too. I'm sure at some point I probably do. I probably put some exaggeration into them, but like, I I don't know. I guess it's weird for me to think like, I know what the true story is. And why does my brain tell me that this is the 10th time I've told it. So I have to add a little pizzazz. I I don't know, but I, yeah, I think it's uh, that, that locker room camaraderie is awesome. And, you know, I played on a lot of teams throughout my life and just the 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 willingness of the guys to uh play this hockey game and not care about the hockey game and then to want to hang out after the fact is awesome i i i can't think of really another sport uh where that really happens i i guess uh softball like i played competitive softball and i remember drinking a lot in the parking lot but it wasn't every game and and barely hockey that's the biggest thing that surprised me or Maybe not surprise me, but uh, that caught my eye when I started playing hockey was that for most of these guys, yeah, getting on the ice is important, but for most everybody, it's the pre- and post-game festivities that most of these guys look forward to on a weekly basis. I guess I haven't really been a part of many pre-game festivities. It seems like, like I'm there in the locker room like an hour before everyone stretching like trying to do the responsible stuff and the rest of my team shows up with like 10 minutes left. And I, yeah, it's, that's just one of those things, I guess, but definitely the post game, the post game uh, festivities are fun and exciting and it's every game like these guys, it's just a a, a cool weekly thing. So yeah, I would have to agree with you on uh, why we play. You know, that's one of the big ones. Another one would be really, uh, for me, uh, as a still a new uh, hockey player uh, to the hockey world, like I, di- I didn't get a chance to play growing up, but is the challenge. I think it's uh, it's not easy. Not easy at all. Uh, well, a lot there's some people that I see that make it look really easy, um, but it's not me. And so I think you know coming out and challenging myself to uh, get better, and then maybe also if I play hockey, I don't have to go to the gym. And look at all the chicks in there <laughs> while I'm while I'm on a, a treadmill sweating away or, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, so definitely I, I think that, that that's definitely we're kind of on the same page on, on why, why we play. So, um, so one of the cool things, uh, another cool thing about hockey, there's a lot of cool things, uh, if you couldn't tell already, um, is kind of how people get started in the sport of hockey. 
Um, Brett and I are blessed to, like I said, work full time uh, in and around hockey. And, and one of the aspects of our job is being able to see uh, new hockey players come into the game uh, as adults and not even for all different reasons. I mean, like we live in Western Canada and so uh, we work out of Calgary, we work out of Edmonton, we work out of Vancouver. And, you know, there's so many immigrants in this part of the world coming from Asia or, or India or, or wherever that never got to be a chance, uh, be a part of the sport. And when they come to Canada, they want to be Canadian. Maybe they don't want to be Canadian, but they definitely want to be a part of the culture. Uh, no disrespect to Asians or Indians or immigrants that I'm not saying that Canada is the end all be all. I'm saying that they want to be a part of the culture. And when you come to Canada, there's nothing more Canadian culture than playing hockey. And so I think it's really awesome to hear stories on how people started and what they're thinking uh, when they start. For me, like I've been playing for a few years now, but like I still remember like like my time getting started and, and what that entailed. So I guess the question for you here, Brett, is uh, why why did you start playing? Or we know why you played, but how did you start playing? Well, I grew up in Canada. I have uh, you know been born and raised here. Um, I grew up around hockey. I've always been interested in hockey. I grew up, luckily, um, on a lake, so every winter pond hockey was uh, after school, a weekend, uh, anytime we could get on the ice, we'd be playing stick and puck. However, I never played organized hockey. I just, uh, you know, had the skill set of skating and shooting and thought I knew how to play. Um, as the years went by, I, you know, always kind of wished I had played on a team. And uh, about uh, six years ago or so, a super good friend of mine uh, convinced myself and uh, my cousin to come out and play on his beer league hockey team. And uh, at this point, I mean, I had no gear. I had I had old skates and old beaten up wooden stick. So uh, convinced myself that it's something I should do, and was super stoked to get involved in playing hockey. So here I go. I ran off to the local sports store and was super excited to pick up all my gear and got completely decked out. Um, you know, pumped. I was actually going to be a part of a team, and um, so never having put on all this gear before. I would go home and in the basement or I'd gear up. I'd put on all the gear and figured out the order of operations to put this stuff together. Did you take selfies of yourself? Selfies weren't really a thing about six, seven years ago, at least to my knowledge. Mm. Um, so anyway, I had to practice putting my gear on because the last thing I wanted to do is show up in a room of guys that, you know, I only knew two or three of them and put my shit on <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so once I was convinced that, uh, I had it down at, uh, you know, how to get my gear on, you know, next thing you knew, game one was upon us and, uh, you know, I walk into the room and, uh, this kind of touches on what we've spoken before a few minutes ago about the locker room. I knew two or three people at most in that room. Um, all the other 12, 13 guys I'd never met before in my life. But the second I walked in that room, I felt welcome. So we, uh, got geared up and, out for the little five-minute warm-up and thinking I'm an all-star, thinking I'm going to you know, get out and light the world on fire because I used to shoot the puck on a frozen pond when I grew up. Well, my first shift came, and, man, I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> I got on the ice, and my 
brain was going a million miles a minute one way and my feet were going a million miles a minute the other way and I was skating around that rink chicken with its head cut off man I had no clue what I was doing so you didn't score I did not score score. I did Mm. not score that's unfortunate Um, I do recall going into that game telling one of my buddies who has played a lot of hockey who wasn't a part of this team I remember going and saying I was going to pot two that night (laughs) it took me like 30 games to pot two I think (laughs) So anyhow, that's how I got started. I was, uh, you know, like I say, I was born and raised Canadian. I grew up hockey. I loved hockey. You know, born and raised Flames fan. You know, remember cheering the Flames on in 89 when they won the cup and, you know, been around it my whole life. But it took me till I was about 27 years old to finally get on the ice and play for a team. And since then, it's been minimum two teams for two seasons a year. And I can't stop, can't get enough of it. Addicted to hockey. Addicted to hockey. Well, that's a, yeah, that's, I mean, that's an awesome story. I, I mean, I obviously knew it. The people that are listening didn't, but uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. And, and for me, I mean, along the same lines, uh, kind of, like I, I didn't grow up in Canada. I grew up in Oklahoma where college football and, and baseball are, are the king. And I never really thought about playing hockey. It never crossed my mind. I, I think maybe at one point, when I was little, everyone started playing roller hockey because we got a professional roller hockey team uh, in Oklahoma City. But I was always too busy. Like I played professional football. roller hockey. Yeah, I, the road. I think the Road Runners. I don't know. It was so long ago. Sweet. I know we also had uh, we had the Oklahoma City Blazers, which were a Central Hockey League team, and I didn't, really didn't go to any of those games until I became old enough to drink, and I only went to those because it was coin beer and coin hot dogs. So I love to drink. I love to eat. So it worked out perfect for me. But uh, yeah, never, never really thought about hockey growing up. Like I was always playing football, I was playing baseball, and I played those at a pretty high level. Uh, played baseball through college, and uh, even after college, I went to competitive softball and traveled all around playing that. But uh, I can tell you why I got into hockey, and it's one reason: a woman. The crazy things we do for women. I met a lovely Canadian woman in Oklahoma and she started getting me to travel to Calgary uh, to see her family at Christmas time and, and stampede time which is coming up in a couple days but uh, my first Christmas here they they ran downstairs in the morning and got all these presents around the tree and it's I, I love presents so I was excited I got some presents and I open it up and it's a hockey bag and it's filled with all the gear that I need to be a hockey player. Oh shit! I have to learn how to <laughs> that play. Was what I, that was exactly what I said. And they're like, "You're going to be a hockey player," and I said, "Nope." That was my answer. Nope. <laughs> and uh, oddly enough, uh, I, I went out to um, the outdoor rinks that they have here with just my skates. But like you, I also put on all the gear right then. And walked around the house and looked goofy. And I might have taken a selfie. I don't know. I'm sure there's a picture of me out there. But uh, yeah, I, I went out there. And then like my first time on an actual rink with other players was that same trip. And it was with a birthday party for seven-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> so her, her nephew or cousin, uh, <laughs> he had his birthday party. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they invited me out. They actually invited me out to play... Uh, shinny hockey uh before it with adults uh shinny hockey is like pickup or rad hockey a lot of different names for it but uh 
they invited me out to play shinny with a group called the Fat Farmers, which are just a bunch of farm boys in southern Alberta that play every week. I walked into the rink with my gear, and I took one look and said, no, I can't, I can't do that. And so, not and so, today. Yeah, not, not today, boys. And so uh, her, my wife's uncle said, well, hey, we have some ice afterwards for the kid's birthday party, so you can stick around. And it, oh, I was so embarrassed. Like every, I, I fell down quite often. And they tried to make me feel better by saying, like, if you're not falling, you're not trying, which is, which is true. Uh, but it was still pretty embarrassing to have a bunch of seven and eight year old kids like huddle around you asking if you're okay. Uh, I remember, but nonetheless, I, I think powered look, through. Yeah, I think looking back on that, like there's not a better story to be written uh, about how I started into this illustrious hockey career that I have <laughs> these days. But uh, and then how I kind of got onto a team and and did that is it, it actually it took actually a few years. Like I wasn't uh, gung ho. Uh, hockey after I got my gear it, it took me uh, a few years so I was 28 ish when I when I finally got the got the uh, bug again like I'd been watching the flames and I, I did all that but so I I was in Oklahoma City and there's not really much hockey in Oklahoma City it's hotter shocking. than hell shocking yeah we only have a couple couple rinks around the city but I mean we do have two rinks which is cool and we there's now there's a a pretty big hockey following starting. Uh, and just to take a shout out, I just saw uh, the Sabres sign Matt Donovan. And uh, for trivia question of the day, the, uh, who is the first and only born and bred Oklahoma hockey player? It is Matt Donovan. And so shout out to, to Matt Donovan. He's not listening and probably no one that knows him is listening, but hey, I'll give him the shout out. Dude, that's fantastic. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so hockey is kind of slowly starting to grow there. But when I got into it, there wasn't there wasn't much, and so I there wasn't a beginner league, and there wasn't uh, wasn't anything like that. So I remember taking a trip down uh, to the rink and watching the bottom division games, and I, I remember this this sticks out right just. When I think about me starting hockey, this is the story that, that I think about it. I walk into the rink and I'm watching uh, two teams, and I, I believe they're the lowest teams in the division, and one of them is called the Blues. And I remember walking in and I was watching number 15, and the guy was running around just acting like a Yahoo. Like he could move, like he could do. I mean, for me, I, I couldn't barely stand on skates, so this guy. And I'm just thinking, how the hell. Am I, I can't even stand up. Like, how am I going to put up with this? And it's a funny story only because now me and number 15 uh, are actually pretty good buddies. Like we played hockey together uh, after I got started. And so Patrick, you almost, you almost kept me from playing hockey. The beauty of hockey. Yeah, yeah. Beauty of hockey. And so, so yeah, so I just kind of started, uh, started trying to put together a team. I had a couple buddies that I, I had convinced that we should all start playing hockey so I wouldn't feel left out. And so I wanted a place for all of us to play. And so I was like, well, we'll just start our own team. And so I literally on Craigslist, uh, on the internet, I think MySpace might've been big back then. Like has anyone, Probably. Ever, yeah. Has anyone ever wanted to play hockey? Have you ever thought about playing hockey? Have you played it on Xbox? Have you watched any NHL? Like, let's get let's get out here and play. And so you know what hockey is. Yeah. Have you ever heard the term hockey? Then you're, you're the person. You're the person for my team. And I did. I got together a group of uh, fifteen players, and we were the Moon Dogs, and we were absolutely brutal. And we 
we maybe did a couple stick and pucks and then we got ready for our first game and then oh, we oh, show the, up. the shake of the head yeah. i can't wait to hear what's coming here we show up at the rink for our first game and we're like oh who are we playing who are we playing we're playing the canadian air force our first time on the ice in a game the canadian air force hmm it, How did that happen? I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I charge of the tearing. In that <laughs> well, it's Oklahoma. So there wasn't much, but we show up and play the, the Canadian air force. And I think I probably shut off after halfway through the game, my, my memory, but I know it, it was 15 to zero in the first period. I know that for a fact it was, it was bad. I would take that as a win actually, man. If you're on down 15, uh, after I think one. It, I think it would have been a win if we could have put one in in that mm. first period. Like 15 to 1 would have been a win. But this is kind of where I started to develop and learn like what this adult hockey was about. Because after that game, whatever the score, it might have been 100 to 0. I don't know. But all I do remember is that then they invited us into their dressing room and they had an ice chest full of kokanee beer. Oh, it's perfect. Beauty is over there. That's a win. That is an That's absolute a, we win. We won that game. So, absolutely yeah so so that's kind of how i got started and i think it's it's just it's just awesome to hear kind of how people got started because the stories are always so different but always have similar similar underlying themes in terms of like i you know i got a couple of my buddies and yep. we went there so we wouldn't have to do it on our own and and it, let's face it, it it takes a lot of huevos that's balls in english uh, yep i think i don't know but uh, it takes a lot of balls to jump out of that comfort zone and, and start playing hockey. I mean, it, it's, it is. So it's awesome. So I, I would like to hear more stories from you guys. I, I think if you, if you want to tweet us at uh, Beer League Talk, or the story might be, as you can tell, we told pretty long stories. But you can post all about it on PuckAlliance.com, and, and we can maybe talk about that next week, about guys and, and how they got started. So. So yeah, so that's that's how we got started, and uh, I guess we'll we'll kind of move on here. Uh, let's kind of move on to to something that that is different for every hockey player, I think. And uh, pump up music. Mm, pump up music. Like God bless the person who brings the speaker to every game, so I don't have to listen to Johnny in the corner talk about how sick his backhand dangle through the legs top shelf roof job was last game so god bless you for bringing that bringing that speaker so i don't have to deal with that but no i i i enjoy listening to music for the game kind of gives some atmosphere to the locker room absolutely it's nothing uh, you know it, in hindsight it makes sense have music in the locker room and i was never a part of a team in my first season or two where there was that guy i didn't think about it I love music. I love listening to music all the time, always on. Never thought to bring it to the locker room until I was in a, a hockey tournament in Jasper, and I'd brought one of my high school buddies along for this tournament, and uh, this dude just, he never shuts off the music. Like, it's always on. Here he is. He brings in his speaker to that locker room, and since then, like four or five years ago, it's a staple. And the second he pumped up his music, I was like, why have I never thought of this? But man, what a difference it makes to your your pre and post game. Absolutely. Yeah, just uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool atmosphere. Almost makes you. It's, it's like when you show up at a game and you have the godsend of a timekeeper that decides to plug their iPhone into and 
into the uh, sound system. And so when you're skating around, you get the warm-up music. And you just you feel professional. Feel pro. And we're way, like, we're not professional. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> we're not at all. But I guess if you feel professional, then in some regards you are, right? So Absolutely. If between the ears you're a pro, you're that, a pro. That's all that matters. It's all that matters. So I guess uh, for me, like, what, what, kind, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Like, do you have a preference or do just anything in the background is cool? Honestly, anything in the background will do if I have my choice and if I'm playing the tunes, which I usually don't because I don't bring the speaker. I think that's also a bit of an unwritten rule is the dude that brings the speaker, he should be yeah, in charge of the music. He should get to choose. Like, which is sure. fair. So really, anything that's on just gets the atmosphere in the room going. Um, but man, any, anything with an electric guitar on a good tempo and some, uh, some guy beating the hell out of a pair of drums... I'm into that. But what happens if the guy that brings the speaker like wants to play slow jams? Like, do you run him out of town and just keep a speaker? Because I don't know if I, you can do that, man. Like, I've went to like uh, draft tournaments where you don't know everyone, and the guy came into the locker room and was playing the Frozen soundtrack. And I know that he thought it was funny and he was just being a goof, but. Listen, one song... Hey, man, you just got to let it go. <laughs> I mean, one song is cool. I understand. That's funny. You played the soundtrack? Yeah, two songs. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wearing off. But the third song, this guy just loved Frozen, I think. Hey, he brought the speaker, man. Yeah, he did. I, what was the... Was anybody telling him to turn it off? I think we were all very appalled. Like, we laughed, and then the <laughs> laughter kind of died out. And then by the third song, like, we were, we were creeped out, I think. I don't know what to say to that other than <laughs> hey, he brought the speaker and I don't know. He can't really run him out. Yeah. He can, uh, yeah. Did he play well? I don't remember. I just, <laughs> I remember. so uh, for all you guys out there listening, if you're the guy that brings the music and you play something horrendous, they're not going to remember anything about your game. They're going to remember what you played in the locker room. So just fair warning. It's almost like the guy that comes to the rink and he's not a very good skater and but he's a part of the team and he's always the guy that's i'll bring the beer i'll bring the beer that's a really smart move because they're not going to remember how you played that game what they're going to remember is hey bill brought the beer he, had he played awesome <laughs> it was fantastic that dude is a gamer yeah think like you don't you're horrible you can't score goals but no one thinks that they think you're the best guy in the dressing room that you're the you're the best guy on the team absolutely give this guy a medal he's bringing the beer so you know I, I guess also one thing to touch on like one thing i don't like about uh hockey i well i guess it's not even hockey it's just more like the the misnomer of beer league hockey like i almost feel like there's a a negative connotation to to being called beer league like they think that it's just a bunch of people out getting drunk all the time and playing and i think that there are some people that do get lit up and they're very sloppy and do this. But I think it's when I talk to people that don't play beer league or adult recreational hockey and you say beer league, like that's what they think. And they kind of give you that, Ugh, you know, I, I think that that's kind of something that needs to kind of be turned around. Cause when we say beer league hockey, like we are really just talking about uh, adult recreational hockey coming out once a week where we enjoy a pop or two after the game. Absolutely. So I just one thing that I don't know why that always bugs me, but every time I say beer league hockey to people that aren't really 
uh, into the whole thing. Like they, it's, it's almost a negative connotation. And listen, I, I think I could see that a bit. Absolutely. I don't have a personal account of that, but I could see the negative connotation that some guys could bring along with it, but you are right. Beer league to me means hanging with your boys at least once a week and having a cold brew or two after the game. And there are people, there are people that get smashed. There are people. (laughs) There's always people, but there's also people that don't drink at all, but they just, they just come out and enjoy the camaraderie. So, so yeah. So, uh, next up is kind of, uh, one of the big, big, uh, sections here for the podcast. And that's going to be the, uh, the blog post. So like our featured, featured puck Alliance post of, of the week here. Um, and I, I'm definitely, I think we're both in agreement on which one it is. And I think it's the, uh, the one that was posted by, uh, Jason and titled my beacon of safety. Yep. That's the one I was going to, uh, point out as well. Yeah. So Jason, if you're, you're out there listening, uh, Thank you. I mean, you pretty you set the bar high in, in this first week of uh, of the website being being online. Uh, it's a credible story for one. So so hi hi to you in Sarnia, and uh, just a, like a quick overview of the story is uh, Jason just he just pointed out that it, important to what he posted that he's always loved hockey. Uh, he's never been particularly great. Hey Jay, who really is right? Uh, but he can keep up. And he's never stopped learning. Uh, even now, he's into his 30s, and then also he's always been uh, a little uncomfortable in social situations. Uh, and it's more on than just oh, I just don't feel cool being there. But he he had some anxiety. Like he had full some on panic attacks. Yeah, he had some issues with with kind of just being in in situations with new people and in situations he can't control. And so the story just goes on through, and and how he talks about how he had to struggle. Uh, with his social anxiety and for for many years he he really uh just considered himself a, a pretty pretty strong 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 introvert and as he kind of as he kind of went through college and or university i guess since he's in canada uh he didn't he'd actually avoid going to parties and and that kind of stuff just because of this anxiety and so uh all through all this he had been kind of playing uh playing some hockey in his teenage years and his adulthood years. And that's the one place where he felt safe or not anxious or, or not socially. I don't want to say awkward because I think that's kind of uh, a bit of uh, offensive to him, but I don't, I don't mean any offense to him. I'm just saying that his whole story is about his anxiety and how hockey helped him overcome that anxiety. And it's, it's not, it's not really for any reason other than just the way hockey players interact with each other. Yeah. It's the, really it's the, what we've been the theme of this whole show so far is the power of hockey and the camaraderie. And he references that it's not even the comfort of his own team that he plays with and he'd be comfortable just in that situation. I think he makes reference to where he'll go and spare for a team or he picks up a new team to play on and he'll show up in the locker room the very first time with a bunch of other guys he's never met and immediately feels comfortable in that situation. And that just shows, you know, how hockey players treat each other and respect each other. Yeah, it goes back to what I was saying uh, kind of at the first of this podcast about how it doesn't doesn't really matter who you are or how good you are or what you've done previously. 
But as soon as you decide to say, I'm a hockey player, and you decide to go to the rink, you decide to get on a team, decide to do whatever, uh, you are now in this club uh, with a bunch of other hockey players who don't want to do anything other than help you out or support you. And like I look, I think I kind of look at it back on what we're doing now uh, in our careers here, Brett, and, and it's safe to say that like we've met so many people um, that like they wouldn't be my friend. Like they probably wouldn't hang out with me at all or vice versa. Like I wouldn't have anything to do with them if it wasn't for hockey. And it's, it's such a testament to how great this sport is. Um, when you have a story like this, where this is the place where this guy feels the most accepted, the most safe, the, the, the place where he's willing to be himself hockey. And that's outside of his family, like his, biological family his hockey family is his sanctuary yeah, well jay i'm glad you're part of the family bud uh, yeah, thanks I, for uh, sharing your story yeah, it's, it's a really cool story and like i said thank you for one setting the bar so high because when we started when we started thinking about this podcast and uh what we were going to do with it and with puck alliance and how we were going to set it up uh so it could help the most hockey players uh i think that you were exactly the type of person that we kind of wanted to have posting and uh, to be clear and, you know, 100% upfront. Like I, I don't know Jason, I've never talked to him. I really, I posted uh, information about puck Alliance on the subreddit hockey players uh, at reddit.com. And this is one of the posts that came out and it's, it's awesome. I, it, it's, it's just awesome. I, I think it's, it's definitely my favorite one this week. Uh, all of them are favorite. This is just my favorite, favorite, <laughs> my favorite, favorite, favorite. So, so yeah, so thank you, Jason. And I hope, uh, all of you guys, uh, got a chance to read the story. And if you haven't just, just head over to puckalliance.com and, and just scroll through until you see the, the, uh, my beacon of safety is the, the title of Jason's uh, blog post. So, uh, so yeah, so, so thank you, Jason. And, uh, I don't know how long we've been talking here, but it feels like we've been going on like i don't want to ramble on for hours and hours and make people go to sleep i hope everyone out there has kind of enjoyed the stories and especially the stories about uh how we started playing uh i I hope that it lets people kind of look back on when they started whether it was when they were a kid and and there's a lot of uh a lot of cool cool memories for me uh in my sports and uh for when i was a kid when i started with my parents and even with teammates that I've lost contact and some of them I still talk to, but I hope that uh, it made you kind of think back about where you guys started at your hockey career. And I hope all of you guys are still playing and you continue to play. And I'd love to hear some of those stories too. Oh, we'd, yeah, Send we would over. definitely love to. So before we get out of here, we'll do the one ref question uh, of the week. Um, and like I said, we're going to try to find a weird ruling uh, every week to, to present to you guys. And we'll just ask the question. We'll kind of go over it, and then we'll ask you to go to uh, Twitter at Beer League Talk or uh, at Puck Alliance to jump on and, and give your thoughts on it. So the first one I actually got as I was perusing the internet, another another Reddit post. I, I, I know there's people that say, hey, you know, we like the idea of the podcast, but let's not just hit all on Reddit stuff. And I promise I won't do that Uh a lot, but Reddit is a big place on the internet and it, it's got a lot of cool and interesting stories. 
Uh, so the first one we're going to go is there was a, a thread posted uh, just the other day about a ruling on a shot attempt. And there was a guy warming up in uh, warm-ups, and he shot a puck. It hit a post. Puck broke in half. Half of it went in the net, and half of it went into the corner. So he was asking a little bit on the ruling. So don't answer it now. I don't know if you know the answer. I know I know the answer, but I know that even knowing the answer, uh, my thoughts either way would be uh, in my official, unofficial tracking of my own stats. If any part of the puck touches me or comes close to me and goes in that net vicinity, I'm <laughs> I'm counting it as a goal. I I got to take them where I can get them, and I that's where I'm going. So I, <laughs> I that's that's what I'm doing. And uh, but really, if you know the answer. Uh, just go ahead and shoot us over, uh, shoot us over, uh, what you think the ruling on that would be. Uh, again, it's, uh, guy takes a shot, uh, hits the, the goalpost or the crossbar. It breaks in half. Half of the puck goes in the net. The other half, uh, does not. It goes into the corner. It goes wherever. What is the official ruling on goal that? or no goal goal or no goal? What do you, what do you guys say? And either way, what, what would be the, the rationale behind that? Because, not only do we want to give the answer to what the ruling would be, we want to explain why that's the ruling so people that might not know can learn something. See, knowledge. Knowledge is power. Always learning. So, uh, But no, I, I just wanted to thank everyone that, that took, uh, took the time to listen to this inaugural first podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And as I said, it will be a weekly, a weekly occurrence, and I hope you guys come back. I hope you guys go on to uh, what you guys want to hear. Uh, hopefully, eventually, as we grow into our technological knowledge of how all this stuff works, we can, this. yeah, we can have like some guests in and we can, if you're local to where we are, you can come in and, and hang out with us and drink a beer because Brett really is drinking a beer right now. Like he has, what are you drinking over there? Got myself the uh, delicious, refreshing steam whistle. Uh, he's got a steam whistle going on over here. So, uh, I don't, I don't drink and talk because I, I get a little crazy when I drink and talk. So I'll wait till after this is over to have my beer. But uh, no, we hope you, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing this, and we look forward to doing uh, many more here in the future. So thank you very much. Any Thanks, more? guys. No, just appreciate your time, and we look forward to uh, putting this forward. Yep, and I, once again, puck a line. Hey, tell us what you want to hear. Look forward to it, guys. Thank you again. All right. <laughs> That was it. I am very. I hope you guys are still listening here. I hope you're still, still with me. I, I you know, I, I don't really know what to say other than I just, I just kind of wanted to, to do a little flashback Friday, let people know where, where it's been, uh, where, where it's come to. I, I think it's come pretty far. I, I think. Uh, hopefully, we, we haven't regressed. Regressing would uh, maybe we have. I don't know, but uh, I, I hope you enjoyed that, and I, I hope that you enjoy everything that we're doing uh, with, with the tournaments, with the BLPA, with, with this new magazine idea we have coming up. I think it's going to be really rad. And I, I think you guys will like it. I, I hope you guys will like it. But other than that, guys, I, I sure do appreciate the support, everyone that's involved, uh, you know, staffing wise, uh, loves the support. We talk about it all the time, how, how incredibly grateful we are that, you guys are around and you guys support and you guys engage and entertain us. And I, I, yeah, without you guys, we would be nothing. And I appreciate the fuck out of it. Just absolutely appreciate the fuck out of it. 
So I guess I'll leave you with this. I didn't have this sign off back in 2015. Be good or be good at it.